Guys, it's the time guys come to ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am the amazing turtle. Is that it? Impressed. Really, really, really shortening it down as we progress here. Well, I figure I throw that other part in at the end. The, at the end with either after what would be Steve's part or my part at the end. So I got it now. I, official. It's official. One, two, three. That's it. And the amazing. I, I'm, I'm a little upset that you don't, uh, you know, announce yourself as nubby. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe I'll surprise you next week. Maybe one day. <laughs> one day. One day surprise me with a nubby. <laughs> Guys, I, uh, with... <laughs> Guys, we're here with another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Um, a lot of independent stuff to talk about. Uh, obviously, the results from CSW and SCW over this past weekend. Um, and uh, I guess we got some upcoming shows that uh, we could talk about, too. Yeah, we got a couple. Right? It's Midwest Wrestling. Of course, there's some upcoming shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we dive into any of that, I just want to remind you all that this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Go to CarterComics.com, fill up your cart with their amazing comics, whether it be graded or raw. It doesn't matter. They got it all. Fill up your cart. Use the promo code. No, shit. The discount code. Because oh. we, do, we don't do promo codes uh, oh. for Carter Comics. We do discount codes. Use discount code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 10% in your entire order. Not only that, if you go to their website, go to their homepage, scroll to the bottom of it, you find four links to four different eBay accounts that CarterComics.com owns. You could uh, find comics as well on eBay, whether you're making a, a bid on them, buying them outright, or uh, making an offer on any of them. They will honor the uh, discount code as well, so you can save 10% on your eBay purchases too. So CarterComics.com, use the discount code FREAKNET, Save 10% in your entire order. Definitely not a whole lot going on uh, in the uh, televised wrestling-wise. Uh, the only thing that I found that was pretty exciting, pretty cool, was uh, War Games has come to Survivor Series. Uh, I'm excited for that. Now the question is, are they going to do that for NXT again? Or <laughs> have two uh, War Games shows? Or... Is it going to just be Survivor Series? Well, from what I read, there's definitely going to be two War Games matches, and I'm hoping, right. I'm hoping that they include NXT into the show. <clears throat> I honestly believe that the four big shows that they have a year, which I mean, obviously they have a show a month, we know that, but the big four, obviously being Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. I believe that NXT should be included in that regardless anyways. Um, 
And honestly, I think that because NXT, those guys are more like new from the indie scene, still trying to make a name for themselves to get up to the main roster, that you get a lot more excitement, a lot more like, you know, leap of faith kind of things as you will, you know, more, uh, I don't know what that works for. <coughs> um, I don't want to say death defying, but more high risk, more, um, more extreme style uh, matches like that. So, yeah. I'm excited to finally doing it. Um, other than that, I really got nothing else that's happened on uh, in wrestling. Yeah, nothing really. Um, I guess tonight on Raw, Bobby Lashley will defend his title against Seth Rollins. Uh, I believe that'll be good. And then you got um, <laughs> what Dexter Loomis will be on Miss TV. So. There's there's been shit going on with that. Kind of a weird kind of weird thing, but yeah, I don't know, it's wrestling, so it's weird anyway. It's, it's, it's all good. <laughs> if it wasn't weird, it'd be weird. Right. Oh yeah. It's gonna be the title of the show. If it wasn't weird, it'd be weird. <laughs> but until more televised wrestling stuff happens, uh, let's move on past that because we do have a lot to talk about as far as the independent scene here. So, uh, yeah. Nubby, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, take over here and tit talk and uh, see the see what we have going on. All right, um, you know, since SCW's <laughs> uh, main event as usual, and then we got results. I think we'll put CSW right before them. So we'll start out with um, upcoming shows. I got two of them. Well, technically three. The first one will be short, very short. Again. Pow has a show Saturday. It'll be Douchebag versus Douchebag, and D- Douchebag will be defending his title. That's about it. All right, that's enough for Pow. <laughs> if you want actual information, go to douchebag.com uh, or something. Um, <laughs> now go to Pow's, go to now, Pow's Facebook page. That will, there's actually say, some good matches. I will say, obviously, following uh, the SCW show this past Saturday, we saw SCW taking on POW. Uh, I, I I took the opportunity to talk to some POW guys while I was there, and uh, pretty soon we're gonna have uh, Hepford on this show. Mm. I have some words for that motherfucker, but we'll <laughs> I, save I, that. I want I want to I want to try to be as impartial as possible when it comes to the podcast and. The people we have on it, and obviously uh, Jimmy Blaze was too afraid to accept my invitation to come on the show, but Ever said he'd be willing to come and say some things, and obviously Doris wants to be here when that happens, uh, with Doris being a huge fan of POW. Um, so that's happening in the near future here. I actually had an awesome opportunity to talk to a few wrestlers, too, who uh, we might get the uh, get the Ivan treatment, if you will, and do some uh, individual interview podcasts uh, about their career. Um, spoke with uh, Aaron Xavier to do one and uh, Max Holiday to do one. And uh, Terry. Oh. Which, by the way, Terry will also uh, be coming on the show soon because uh, he'd like to talk. Oh, yay. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, apparently, apparently, all these things I've been saying that he hasn't been hearing. Uh, yeah, he's heard them. 
So, uh, yeah. Still not sure if he's able to fire me or not, but I guess we'll find out. But now here's the question. Does Steve have to come on the show first, and Terry's got to phone him before he comes on? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not quite sure. We'll have to find that out. We'll have to, we'll have to see if uh, if Terry's going to be uh, an anonymous GM and uh, Steve will be the uh, laptop scene at ringside. Can't wait. But, but we're I'm, getting, I'm we're, excited. Me too. I'm we're, really getting, we're, getting, we're getting more wrestlers on here, talking with them and everything. Uh, and that's that's one of the things I would love to do more with this podcast, getting some of these wrestlers on and talking and everything. That's why I had you on. You know, and then about a week or so later, you went on to uh, Power Hour and called me Podbean. Cool. Hmm. Still not over that. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, fun fact. Uh, your name was mentioned in a Power Hour advertisement for this week. You know what? Um, you know, before, you know, I'm going to let's bring that up because uh, yeah, before I get into before I get into the shows, this is actually important. Yeah. So, this week on the Power Hour, my arch nemesis. Nemesis. Shredder? Will be. Shredder? Uh, just as ugly, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rockin' Riviera will be uh, the special guest on the Power Hour this week. He is the one who currently the reigning, defending Rocket Pro Wrestling Chicagoland champion. The very guy that pinned me back in May after hitting me with my own weapon. The same guy I've known since before we started training. We used to uh, do the backyarding together. After I started training, he followed. But while I was still training and getting my ass beat by Arche Rocket, he was still playing in the backyard on a, in a tire ring. Let's just put that out there. So the next time he calls me jealous because I wasn't in the ring when he was, bitch, I was already in the, in the game before you. Anyway, yeah. He, so he'll be on the Power Hour this week. I suggest that you go listen to that when it comes out watch it on facebook via steve errand or go to his youtube page when it's up it should be a fun interview they got a lot of shit to talk about as well other than that an interview with rockin um pretty much scw stuff as well csw roller derby um hopefully c red will be on it as much as he doesn't like me um, he's been dealing with some personal stuff and hasn't been on the show, so I'm hoping he's on it to add some flavor. It's just good to know that even though your name can't be vocally spoke, it can be written. Right. Well, That's he may have to speak it. He may have to. Maybe. Maybe. I wonder if Unless... he called... Well, I, I, guess, I guess he can't refer to you as Nubby because somebody tried to do that and it didn't work. Well... There is a name that I know will be used because Rockin knew me as this name as well, and that was Primetime Pimp. God damn. I can guarantee that will happen. Gotcha. All right. So what what do we got? What do we got coming up uh, wrestling wise? Uh, are these are these are we doing shows that are coming up 
in the week or just in like coming up in general? Oh, uh, it's coming up this weekend. <clears throat> but like, I mean, like, how do how do we format this? Like, like, is it just like we just talk about what's happening this coming weekend, or if we know something that's advertised, we just mention it? Because I know there's some kind of fundraising uh, show coming up in Berwyn. I didn't know if that was one you wanted to talk about or not. Either. I wasn't going to bring that up yet. Yet, I mean, we could. This it, is in it, December. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm I mean, we can wait to bring that up. That's fine. Uh, Listen. This, I mean, this is your thing, man. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I'm just curious. There are, like, some fundraiser shows how, coming up. I'm trying to learn how Turtle does things. I know how Nubby does things, but I got to try to learn how Turtle wants to do things. See, I just, I do things as they happen. And if I remember to jot it down, I'll talk about it. If not, I usually just talk about what is actually coming up. I don't like, I'm trying to space it out. Try yeah. not to put too much in one week. And then have to repeat it when it comes back around. So sense. I try to save the future for the future, you know? See, that's perfect. So when people come up to me like, hey, you didn't mention my show, I'll be like, yeah, that's Nubby's fault. Well, I'll Nubby, give you an Nubby example. Didn't, Nubby didn't think about it. Here's an example. Rocket Pro is next weekend on October 1st. Oh. That's all I'm giving you. That's all, all the matches. People need to I'll know. give you the matches next week. Good call. I like that. I like that. Because we do do that with SCW on their Hallowmania coming up right. on October 8th. ARW is happening the same night. So, yeah. So, yeah, man, that's, that's cool. That's cool. We need to create, like, a JFW calendar. That's what we need. It's true. Maybe I'll do that on the website. Maybe I'll put, like, a calendar up on our website, and we can add, like, uh, the like what days what wrestling show happens and we'll hyperlink it to like the Facebook event or something. Right, you know what? That's a good idea. It's a great idea. It just it's involves wrestling companies sending me their shows. Right. right? Exactly. I'm not, not going to go out there. I'm not going to go out. There. It's like I told Dally. Like I'm not going to stand in line for a bottle of water. I'm fucking famous. I don't stand in lines. Right. By the way, shout out to the ring girl for bringing me a water when asked. Super awesome of her to do so. Daly did too. Daly brought me a water finally after I had to explain to her I was dehydrating and dying. But yes. <laughs> but anyways, okay, back to you, Nubby. I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, get you know stick myself between the tit. This is all you. It's all good. Hey, we sh- we share the tit sometimes. <laughs> Sharing the tit. All right, um, we got Crash Test to Wrestling coming up this Saturday. Uh, so, uh, September 24th is the actual date. It is called Whiplash. <clears throat> Whiplash, indeed, it will be. It is at the Morgan Moreau Hall, 3850 Howard Street in Hobart, Indiana. Tickets are $15 per adult. $10 for kids under 10. So I didn't write this down this time. I just reading it off the flyer, and there was oh, a yeah, half-assed and nubby. Yeah, ish. Oh, well, geez. and but nubby, it wasn't my nubby is letting turtle down. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a there was a some kind of icon in the way. Good thing I got yeah. it out. Oh, thank God. oh yeah, ten dollars for kids <laughs> ten and under or under ten, I guess whatever. Doors open at six p.m. and show starts at seven p.m. Uh, let's see. What are the matches? We got a couple here on this flyer. The 
CTW Heavyweight Champion, the Kang, the Kang, Miles Mercer of the ARC, who will be taking on challenger, the juggernaut, Mike Strong. So, Mike Strong earlier this year won the ladder match contract thing and was set to face Brubaker, who was the champion at the time, but because Brubaker had conflicting schedules, had to be stripped of the title. You can imagine who the GM was for that decision. <laughs> well, I mean, two shows in a row. I mean, come on. That, that's kind of warranted anyway, right? No, yeah, it's justified. It was justified. So, um, Miles Mercer and um, Mike Strong ended up fighting for the vacated title. And obviously, Miles Mercer won. Uh, Miles Mercer def- defended it one time after that, I believe. I missed a couple of the shows due to conflicting schedules on my part, but because I'm not a champion, I don't have to have a title stripped for me. True that. Um, so this should be an interesting matchup. Those two have battled in the past over the years, you know, many a times. So with this being for the title again, I wonder if Mike Strong has, you know, been training, you know, has a different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Strategy with this. Um, question is, will Renee Van Peebles be there to be in the corner? Will C-Red uh, be there? Who knows? Should be an interesting matchup for the title. Um, got another title match. Chasing Destiny title. It is the undeniable Nick Diamond, who is the champion, will be taking on Michael Pierce. These two... Have a long history together. Like, as a, it, I'm gonna shoot for a second. They were once best friends. Well, what happened, Bobby? I cannot say the actual shoot reason because that is not that is not my call. But I will say this: this will make an interesting match. So that that's all I can say about it. Um, Nick Diamond's been on a roll lately. He's part of that damn high society. So his damn manager will be in his corner. Good old Cameron Wayne. I can't wait to punch him when he gets to that gauntlet. <laughs> Speaking of gauntlets, see how well I set that up? Eric Schultz of the high society. There's one thing I love when it comes to podcasting that's a great fucking segue. But if if you could if you can mark me if you if you can let me mark out to a segue you're doing a great fucking job bro. All right, I'm, means I can stay. <laughs> but, don't, but don't force the segue. It's got to be natural. Oh, that it was natural. I didn't even yeah. I didn't I even mean to do that. I'll be able to tell the difference. This is all natural <laughs> outcome from the heart. Uh, by promise. <laughs> um, Eric Schultz, the scumbag attorney who is also a member of High Society, um, will be featured in gauntlet number one. Of, I guess we can call it the High Society gauntlet because mm-hmm. every member of High Society 
whoever it is now, I don't, don't even know who's in it anymore, will get be forced to be in a gauntlet. And if they can win their gauntlet, they will get a future title shot. Because as of, as of right now, none of the high society members are able to get a title shot so, due to what they did to the CEO. Okay, so to refresh my memory, about a, maybe a month ago, uh, could be a little bit long, could be a little short, but I'm going to say it's about a month ago. Uh, the guy who was on the power hour, uh, I take it that's the guy who was kidnapped uh, from his show. Uh, who he, he, This is the same gauntlet he was talking about. Yeah. The one that you're in, the one that Steve's in, stuff like that. Right. Okay, yeah. gotcha, okay. I mean, so we might not be in this. Thing. Yeah, but we may not be in this particular one. Each one may have different members all over the place. We don't know. Um, I just know me and Steve are, I, I assume Steve, if he doesn't quit by then, um, we will be in the gauntlet against Cameron. Yeah, Cameron will be in a gauntlet of his own. I really think they should just put me in a match with him and end it. I can just end him right there and then. Just like that. Because he, he's not a wrestler. Yeah, he can say he can fight, but so can I. I mean, look at what I've done in the past. I've been in fights. And I'm a turtle. Oh, shit. Invite him, invite him down to high voltage. I'll let you wrestle him there. He, he'd be too scared to come out there. Right. Um, so we don't know who the gauntlet members are. So Eric Schultz will not know who it is, obviously. So that should be interesting. Um, we have also two matches in this lethal lottery tournament. Um, it was announced by the CEO a few months ago that he put out a post about to everybody in the world or whatever on Facebook, comment anybody you want to see in crash tested wrestling and they will all be put in a hat and will be picked at random for this lottery tournament. How long, how big is this tournament? How long it's going to take? We don't know. But two matches, so it means four mystery wrestlers will be wrestling this Saturday. Now, it could be anybody. It could be Travis T, for all we know. Someone could have put your name in there. I'm assuming that means- since I haven't been notified about anything yet. Or have you? Uh, I, don't, I, don't check my, I don't check my emails that often, so... Well, it could be Steve. It could be Hunter Payne. We don't know. It could end up being, say, Jimmy Blaze and Hunter Payne again. We don't know. And here's the <clears throat> here's the funny part. Oh, he's oh, he's at it. Oh, that sound like him. That sound like him. Oh, he's at it. Let's just say uh, my name was pulled out. I go out to the ring. I don't know who my opponent is. It could be Joe Schmo across the street for all I know. That is the beauty about Lethal Lottery. It could be anybody. And it'll be, again, it'll be just two matches this this week. Um, how long it'll last and what, what the future prize is. We don't know if it will be for a title shot or maybe a spot in the roster full time. Nothing was specific. 
specified. So we'll see what happens. Um, that's um, pretty much all I have for this show. It's shaping up to be an interesting one. I will be there, obviously. I will be in a match. Just don't know if I'm in a gauntlet or if I'm lethal lottery guy. Or who knows? I may just be doing commentary for all I know. I might not be in a match. You could be in multiple matches. Turtles are a hot commodity nowadays. One of, one of the, I think you got one of the bigger pops at SCW this past Saturday. Even my shoe got a pop. We'll yeah. definitely get to that. Yeah, the vein <laughs> of my neck popped when uh, you coughed in my belt. That wasn't my fault. God, you can blame Terry. Blame Terry. Because I, I oh, guarantee oh. you'll blame Terry. Oh, there's, there's a lot there's... of them. There's so much blame. blame. Well, I anyway. Blame, uh, I can't blame I can't blame you, Turner. We'll get to it, though. Yeah, but you're right. We will get right. to it. That's a, that's, a, that's a main event promo right there. That's right. It's a foreshadower. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, Crash Tested Wrestling returns for Whiplash. It's Saturday, September 24th. Morgan Morojo, 3850 Howard Street, Holbert, Indiana. Tickets, $15 for adults, $10 for kids under 10. Doors open at 6 p.m. Starts at 7 p.m. bell time. And that's all I got for Crash Tested. So, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Guess what we have on Sunday? Ileana Pro Wrestling. You're smart. Ileana Pro Wrestling. IPW Ileana Pro Wrestling returns. Well, now, see, this is what happens why I, this is why I should write shit down. Because now I got to go back to one thing, pull that up, and then I got to go back to the other. See, this is what happens when I lose my shoe. Is that what it was? Yep, I'm blaming that. All right, so Ileana Pro Wrestling returns Sunday, September 25th. That is this Sunday. Doors open 1 p.m. Show starts at 2 p.m. It's at the VFW Hall Post, 311 22341 Governor's Highway in Richland Park, Illinois. General mission, $15 yet again. Kids standing under are just $10. And it's the Medallion Tournament once again. What's the Medallion Tournament? It is a tournament in which you bunch of guys, they go through a big tournament of so many matches. The winner gets a medallion. And it's good for not one, but two title matches. However, for the second title match, you have to win the first. Oh, wow. Otherwise, it's null and void. So it's not it's not two title opportunities. It's two different titles. Well, it's or two. Like different- you, or like you win the match. You win. You win the first match. You win that title, and then down the line, if you lose it, you got an opportunity to get it back. Or you can you can win two titles. Okay. You can the you can cash in twice in one day. This is I'll something give, like Miles Mercer won before, right? Yeah. In fact, this is what Miles Mercer won. Oh, okay. So when Miles Mercer won it, he cashed in and won the trios tag championships. So then at the last show, he cashed in his second one on Hot Rod Danny Andy. 
and became the second city champion. Gotcha. But he wouldn't have been able to do that if he did not win the trios tag titles. If he would have lost on that cash in, the other title shot would have been gone. That's put a lot of faith in the ARC. Yeah. And to think they had some issues. There you go. But it, but apparently those issues were just a decoy. Because you know, C-Red's a snake sometimes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the rule for the tournament. Um, uh, first round of this tournament, we're going to see Joey Dalton take on No Coast member Brian Crazer. Quinn Whittock will be taking on Joey Blues. I Yeah, I think he's the other member of uh, No Coast. I, I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. Although it says Joe Blues, but I assume it's Joey. Uh, Jax Johnson will be making his IPW debut against Marcelo Spade in this tournament. My guy, Jay Thunder, will be taking on Greg Knight, who is the tag partner of Muggsy James. You know who Muggsy James is. Mm-hmm. Uh, in I guess in a way this is a rematch from last show, but this is still the medallion tournament. Hot Rod Daddy Andy versus Russell TD, the Green Bay Packer fan. <clears throat> and VJ Price, our own SCW's own VJ Price will be taking on Sean. Danger, the drinking or the beer drinking champion. Nice. So you've got that's one, two, three, four, five, six matches. So I'm I believe the finals will be a three way dance. I'm almost sure of it, I think maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So there's the that's the tournament as it is. So obviously I'm not in this tournament. As disappointing as that is, I am okay with that. Because <clears throat> you have something to say? I was just saying maybe you would have been if uh you kept your uh, referee shirt on during a certain main event that got out of hand and they needed uh some uh referee control. But instead you sat on the crowd in your uh your uh street clothes. And that could be a possibility if that was relevant to this show. Could be. We, you don't know. You don't know what's relevant or not. Um, you know, you might have a point. It could be right, a... Right? Right? Stories get around, bro. Did you hear that Steve doesn't like women's wrestling? True. He doesn't. <laughs> They're, missing out. They're missing out on not putting you in that tournament, Nubby. That's okay, cause um, I'll I'll get to why in just a second. Um, in a grudge match, we are going to have Aaron Stone versus a Scorpion Dorado. That's going to be a nice flippy match. A nice uh, flippy match. And the match that, for the reason why I am okay with not being in this tournament, mm-hmm. because it's going to be. The workhorses or versus the dog-faced bastard Greg Murray, Nikki Nix, and yours truly, the Amazing Turtle. I am finally going to get my hand on those damn workhorses. 
I just feel really bad knowing that Nikki next has to touch a fucking workhorse. Right. That's true. Or yeah. Well, you know what? I'm very happy that I'm gonna be in this and I'm gonna finally kick some workhorse ass. Um it's gonna be weird teaming with uh the dog faced bastard. Cause you ever try controlling a a dog who doesn't listen? No, no, my dog's very well well uh well obedient. Well, I deal with that on the daily and then it's not just the dog faced bastard. As a re- as a referee, Nubby, I'm sure you've had your uh, share of uh, issues with people, but you handle it quite well. I've seen you ref, and other than you know, costing me my high voltage championship, you crush it every time. Well, I appreciate that. Oh yeah, bud. <laughs> uh, all right, that's um, Ileana Pro Wrestling this Sunday. Uh, any more information? There's uh, a couple promos out there for it. Um, I believe. Or that might have been not that might have been for crash tested, but yeah. Any more information? Go to Indiana Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Um, always keep checking out for future information. You never know what pop up uh, in a town near you. There's uh, things cooking. Yeah, true. Uh, Luckily, Nubby does share these uh, these events and everything on our Facebook page at Just Freak Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. So, uh, one-stop shop uh, for all your uh, wrestling events in the area. That's right. I do share them. She does. He does. Sometimes, sometimes does. I wait to the last minute, but they, they get shared either way. Still counts. Still totally counts. See, the thing is, Nubby, if people listen to our shows, I'm like, oh, shit, there is a show coming up. And then the day of the show, like, isn't there a show? No, let me check the AFW. Boom. Nubby shared it. Hmm. Like, I knew I listened to it. I knew they said it you know, earlier this week. Because we don't lie here. Yeah. All right. Um, That's the end of uh, IPW. So check out their Facebook for more information. All right. Next on the docket, Chicago Style Wrestling had a great hot show on Friday night. The show was dedicated to um, the late Ricky Dunlap who just recently passed away. He it was Ricky the janitor at one point and amongst other gimmicks, probably uh, one of the nicest guys. And sorry for the loss to his family and friends. And we did a 10 bell salute for him, put uh, his picture in the middle of the ring and had a mop for him. Oh, yeah, a nice time. Do you know where he mostly wrestled out of? Uh, well, I first met him at Crash Tested. Gotcha. 1.0. Anyway. <laughs> um, he was at Global Professional Wrestling for a short time. Uh, Chicago-style wrestling. I think that was his home for the most part. Uh, he was at Lucha Libre Total. Uh, Berwyn. Any show in Berwyn, pretty much. Um, yeah, he was mostly around here. I want to say he's been to Southland back in the day under a different gimmick, maybe. Gotcha. I just don't remember all of his gimmicks. But, uh, yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah, I mean, I, 
I heard of his passing. I really don't recall ever watching this match that he had like in person. But uh, I haven't heard any bad thing. I haven't heard one bad thing about him. So you know, it's just unfortunate that um, seems like a lot of loss this year when it comes to wrestling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just you know, life kicks us yeah. in the pants. And sometimes this can't be handled in the correct way, you know. But this was a big loss. He touched a lot of hearts. Um, I wasn't that close to him, but he was always good to me. We we had our moments on Facebook, but that's eh, all fun and games. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, the pre we had a pre show, which was Haven Harris versus Nikki Nix. Nikki Nix took the win. Via a roll-up. This was a nice back-and-forth matchup. Both are well-respected, and the fans love them both. It's uh, kind of hard to cheer for either one of them. Or, yeah, cheer for one or the other. They both got their cheers in, and uh, it was a fun little matchup. Nikki got the win. So, um, hopefully we'll see more of her in Chicago-style wrestling. I think her and Sky Blue would make a good matchup. They have fought before back in the day so it should be interesting i like to see her and uh shelly the bombshell go at it her and heather reckless have had a match before so this could happen again she could be a future uh women's champion hopefully i think so i think she has the uh skill to do that yeah uh let's see we had the futures battle royal Drew Montgomery ended up winning, less eliminating AJ Flyer, and we did. Then it was going into the ten bell salute and the um, what you call it, the national anthem, and then the show starts. Steve did his thing, you know. He although he wasn't his himself because he had a un, the unfortunate task to announce the whole. Ricky the janitor passing, so yeah. Yes, I was just given a delivery, so I got the strip. What is that? I got me a Slurpee. Tons of flavors at Thornton's. Yes. Yeah, it is one of the best gas stations in the area. We got the blue raspberry. Blue raspberry with cherry. Oh fuck yeah! Is that from a girlfriend? Yes. You should marry her, bro. Well, she does have a ring ring on her finger. We just don't have it on paper. Oh. She, we're engaged. But oh. that's a whole other story that JFW does not need does to hear. Does she listen to the podcast? Only when I uh, play it for her. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, I don't see why you haven't married her yet. That makes no sense. I mean, you guys love each other, right? I mean, you should 100%, you know, go, you know, set up a date. You know, get some friends together, have a ceremony. You know, I'm a, I'm an ordained minister. I can officiate weddings. So it's not like you have to pay somebody to do it for you. I can do it for you. So really the only thing stopping you is you. You should play her this part. <laughs> uh, we, we have our reasons. And... No, no, I'm just, no, I'm just fucking with you, dude. Well, anyway, so yes. <laughs> uh, match one featured uh, Jax Johnson defeating Adam Stallion, the king of the turtle chips. Of course, Jackson Johnson did his cheating is all he all, that's all he ever does. But hey, so 
Referee doesn't see it. So Wins Matt, Wins he, um, before the matchup, he talked a lot of shit, as usual. He yeah. was talking about Boz and probably Adam Stallion. I tend to not listen to him because I just don't like hearing him talk. Yeah, I'm still salty about that guy, even though he was under a different name at the time. What the hell? Uh, I was uh, pulling up CSW. Mm. <coughs> just, follow, uh, just trying to follow along with what you're saying here, Nubby. Okay. So, the next match featured Alpha Zeta Zeta, the Az. They took on Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan. Uh... Alpha Zeta Zeta talk shit as usual at the beginning. Was said that if Marco does not win the match, or well, him and Sean Mulligan do not win the match, they have to join their fraternity. Now you can imagine what Sean Mulligan had to say about that. <laughs> I'm sure he's down for partying. Yeah, but he doesn't want to party with them. He actually called them a couple of snowflakes. <laughs> and and because he called them snowflakes, he kind of had uh, got confused on what uh, season we were in. Out weather wise, he thought there was snow out. It was snowing outside. He might have been three sheets to the wind as usual. <laughs> uh, Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan win with their really interesting tag finisher. Uh, I suggest maybe going to. The Chicago Style Wrestling YouTube page and check out one of their matches. It's an interesting combo or tag move. Like, I don't know how these guys can even survive it. Oh, and fun fact I was the referee for that match. Oh, that's got to be exciting. Well, it's like you said, like, I mean, I, I know Anthony, I know Mulligan, never seen them tag me together. It's an odd tag team. It's a it's a very odd tag team. Like hundred percent odd. Yeah. It's like two different styles and everything. It's like me and Hunter Payne. That would be the weirdest tag team. I, it, it it just seems because I mean like obviously and when you and a lot I mean obviously a lot of my references are from uh, SCW, but Anthony doesn't seem kind of like a happy go lucky, you know, fan interactive no. kind of guy like right. Mulligan is, you know. So it's like the thing of them two together, it's, it's almost like, you know, Mankind and Rock. Right. Yeah. Right, right. That's kind of how it is. Maybe Mulligan's just not as goofy as Mankind. Because mm-hmm. even if Mulligan's drunk, he's still smart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Mattel Valentine took on Chris Miller. Chris Miller beat the holy hell out of Mattel Valentine for the most part. Um, but uh, Mattel Valentine did hold his own, did fight back a little bit, but Miller ended up winning, you know, doing his dirty tactics as usual. You know, I've been in the ring with Miller. I pinned him in a tag match, but he could still hit hard. Yeah. So I'm not going to take anything from him. But Mattel Valentine, you don't really want to fuck with, especially when he is on his game. He hasn't been lately, but now I think he gets it. But Capri has been trying to get, you know, in his head a little bit to make him 
you know, more positive and, you know, don't quit so easy. You know, be tough. He's trying to toughen him up. And I think this match may have toughened him up a, a little bit. He did realize a lot after this match. So I think um, we're going to see a lot more of Mateo Valentine maybe in title matches soon. I just I think he's ready for you know bigger and better things. Who is the long haired bandana dude who is announcing at uh CSW? That's uh Wade Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking uh yeah, I was just uh, I was going on uh YouTube, which you can find Chicago style wrestling on YouTube just by searching Chicago style wrestling. And uh they don't got anything from this show. They got uh it looks like they Rotten to the Core was uploaded a few days ago. Um, but I saw a video on it. Uh, you were like the display picture of the fucking video. Like, well, I gotta see what Nubby's doing. Wearing mm-hmm. an earpiece like a professional, male, bro. A fucking pro. Yeah. Hell yeah. My ear, like a, my, my personal earpieces. <laughs> Got a pre-show <laughs> Futures Battle Royal here. Yep. I've been in a few of those. Fuck, you don't need to be, man, because you're not the future. You're the now. You're the fucking now. Yeah, but I'm not in the ring kicking faces. But that's okay. Well, not everyone can be, you know, as smart as Rocket Pro Wrestling. Hmm. True. All yeah, oh, that, yeah. by the way, their videos are up, too. And I've watched the uh, Royal a few times. Yeah. I get chills watching that entrance alone. Hearing that crowd, man, that was, ooh. It felt so good. Oh, is that a, is that entrance? Uh, so that battle royal's up. Yeah. Dang. All the all, all the matches from that show are up. Dang! What? I gotta start subscribing to these channels more. Fucking subscribe. Yeah. Maybe they'll start subscribing to us. I don't see why they wouldn't. I know, right? So, um, the next match was a trios tag match. Cody James. Dogface Bastard Greg Murray and Cypher against Eric Schultz, Mario Pardua, and Joey Mayberry. Uh, uh, what is it? Team Babushka. That's what it is. Babushka. Yeah. So the beginning of the match, um, well, actually, during the entrances, Cody and the Dogman came out together. Cypher came out by himself, being led by Heather Reckless on a dog chain. He is Heather Reckless's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe it's a fantasy to be carried around by a girl. I don't know. But so he uh, she took the collar off and he got in the ring. I actually had to explain to him who his partners were. He didn't know who his partners were, but so once he figured it out, he did well. Uh, up until Heather Reckless came out, music and everything distracted um, Cipher and was told to go back with her. And so put the dog collar back on and walked away. Despite all that, the dog faced bastard got the win for the team. The match was back and forth. Um, you got to see a lot of what Greg Murray can do. 
and Cody James was a monster as always. He did his yeah. for a big fucking dude. He can jump over a top rope like the Undertaker and it, man. Yeah, I I don't understand. I I'm kind of jealous that I can't do that. But then again, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Cody James is. I mean, he's. Uh, I I I spoke to him once. He came on a uh, on a Southland Roundtable uh, years ago, and uh, it was like right when he made like his first like actual like uh, introduction to SCW uh, when they you know by the revamping and all the renaming and shit. And yeah, he seemed like a cool fucking dude. I was like, I don't know why people hate this dude, but uh, I mean, you know, everyone's always nice to Travis. You know? Oh yeah. Right, sometimes. Here we go, Nubby. I don't like to take these little horses. I'm taking your little horses. It's a lot more. Turtle power! Fucking forearm. Holy fuck, that fucking forearm, bro. You made that shit count. I still haven't forgot who taught me those forearms, so. Ah, jeez, I got hit with one of them I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably by Nolan, too, right? (laughs) 100% Nolan. 100% my fault, too, why I got knocked out. Um, That's fucking, dude, that's fucking cool, man. And you you deserve that fucking chant. Dude, I, I still have chills thinking about it. Just, oh, it's not, and like I said last week, it wasn't just one section of people that I know. It's a whole building of people that yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And it's Joliet. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, the video's there, man. You hear the fucking chant? I'm going to watch that battle. I'm going to watch that battle royal. It was fun. You're, you're, hey, even, even the commentary, man, like, because Christian Rose uh, was commentary with steve and shelly and you can hear him like you know making the jokes but there was like a tortsy joke in there but he was putting me over as well and i'm just like it's kind of good to hear considering he doesn't really talk to me at the show like we we say hello good goodbye but nothing really but hey you know what that's cool as hell if there's one thing i learned about this business is there's very few people who like other people but enough people respect everyone. Like, you know, it's like, it's not about being liked, it's about being respected. I mean, right. there are people who are friends in this business. You got family in this business. You got people who love people. But when it comes down to it, it's very, very, you know, it's few and far in between to see somebody who actually likes somebody else. But the mm-hmm. respect is there. Um, look at me. I don't, I don't like fucking Terry. I respect him a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. I mean, just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. There's a I, little. I respect him enough to know that my car is going to make it to my fucking job tomorrow. <laughs> Much respect. Just enough. Just enough. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, Cody James, Greg Murray, and Cypher mm-hmm. pick up the win. 
over Team Babushka. Uh, let's see. The next match. This is your... Uh, I guess this could be your favorite match. Because it's weird. The I'm Ugly match. <laughs> I'm Ugly TJ Steele defeated Ryan Matthews. Um, oh. There were there was a lot of props used. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I saw a taser. I think now, it was now, a taser. Now remind me, it's like an I quit match, but they gotta yell "I'm ugly" instead. Exactly. Gotcha. And in fact, um, Ryan Matthews tried to get out of that part and say "I I quit." And the referee, you know, referee rang the bell, whatever. But Steve made a made a good decision, and said that as much as he wanted to hear Ryan Matthews say "I quit," he wants to hear him say "I'm ugly." So he made Ryan Matthews say "I'm ugly." Good job, Steve. (laughs) Uh, So I there was like, far as I think, there was a cheese grater, sandpaper. Um, it was, there was a handheld sander. Um, <laughs> the referee did have the mic with him. It was unfortunate that I wasn't that ref because that would have been great. Because I really wanted to say, "Are you ugly? Are you ugly?" <laughs> you should have gotten. You should have gotten that match, bro. Yeah, but uh, I won't argue with the bosses. That's true. Right. You made you made the card at least. That's what matters. I've been getting the easy matches. That's all I care about. I don't want to run run around like a madman and, you know, have these <laughs> high flyers make me go down for a count and then for another count and another count. I'm okay. I'm okay with not doing that. Huh. All right. So this match, this next one, uh, is an interesting one. It was Black and Brave along with Shane Hollister. Versus the Dope Kings, which is Brew Baker and CJ Sparza, and the Soul Touchers, Acid Jazz and Marche Rocket. Now, this match, it was can't really. It was a gauntlet style war games kind of a mix. Yeah. So it starts out one on one, and say I don't know. I can't remember who did what, but. So say me and you start, and you pin me, yeah. then my partner, then my team comes in, and he has to eliminate you. And it goes until, you know, the whole team is eliminated. So it's sur- so, Survivor so, Series, but one-on-one, I guess. So I pin you, and your partner comes out? Yeah. The next person on my team. I'm eliminated. And then you got to beat my the, the next guy that comes in. And oh, then so, so it doesn't, yeah, okay, so it doesn't turn into a handicap match. No, okay. it, it's a gauntlet style. Gotcha. Okay, I like that. That's pretty cool. That's unique. So ended up the last two were Hollister and Marche Rocket, and Hollister um, took the win for his team. Yes. He replaced uh, Conan Lycan, who could not be there. So, he's another black and brave guy, but I think he's more advanced, I guess. Was, was it all? Was was because there was a full moon? Couldn't make it? There, You know, that's a good possibility. Get it? Get it? Lycan? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ha, I I know mythology. <laughs> uh, so uh, the next match, it was the fatal four-way for the women's championship. Heather Reckless, the champion, versus Sky Blue, versus your favorite Evil Sierra. God, I, I need her back. Jelly the bombshell. Sarah's, uh, Sarah's been having a lot of opportunities on AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I follow her on Facebook and everything. You just see how much she fucking works. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. She's so funny, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't help but, even though I'm supposed to be serious in there, in there and, yeah. you know, yell at her when she does dumb shit, she makes me laugh. I have to bite my tongue sometimes. Just some of the shit she said. Her and Joey Avalon, man. Um, Heather Reckless retained um, by pinning uh, Shelly the Bombshell. Um, after the match, there was a beatdown on Sky Blue by Shelly and Shelton Mario. Um, I, they left her laying. I had a, me and the other refs had to carry her out. So this whole feud between Sky and Shelly is not over. Um, she's gonna need uh, some reinforcements because she's gonna have to have people watch her back against Mario and Schultz too. I see a big match coming for Shelly and Sky, and I think it's gonna end up bloody. Someone's gonna lose some hair too, or nails are gonna be broken. <laughs> right, and that's but that's what you love about wrestling, you know. It's yeah. it's the passion that people have behind it, and I get it, it's never it's never great to sneak attack somebody, but it kind of shows how much you give a fuck. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Sky and Shelly will be wrestling elsewhere, um, sometime in the near future as well. Mm-hmm. They just everywhere they go, if they're in the same building, they're gonna fight. And I think uh, these promotions are just going to say, you know, well, let's make it, so let's sanction it then. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, next match, Steve Boz versus Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. Damian Sandow. Woo! <laughs> Aaron Stevens got on the mic. He did typical Damian Sandow. Uh, he talked for about 30 minutes. <laughs> really? It seemed like it. It's not, He's a funny-ass dude, though. Funny-ass dude. Mm. But he, he insulted Chicago. Still says the best wrestling city in the world. He loves going there, but still hates the people. Yeah. He, he called everybody stupid and everything. Um, I had the pleasure of refing this match. Um... Boz defeated uh, Aaron Stevens via a roll-up. Uh, Stevens was working the leg the whole time, tried to go for a figure four at the end, and Boz used all of his energy to roll him up for the one, two, three. And then Jax Johnson decides to stick his nose in Boz's victory lap and take out his knee some more. He used the title, too. 
So Jax Johnson wants that championship. He's a he's a bastard. Um, but then he was actually saved by Stevens anyway. So he's a bastard. <laughs> Stevens came out, you know, uh, to save the day, and mm-hmm. shook shook Baz's hand. So they get to walk away happy. Uh, all right, main event time. The match where Steve had to redeem himself. Champion of CSW, Joey Avalon took on Axel Rico in a no disqualification matchup. This match was hard hitting. Uh, Axel Rico gave everything he had to Joey. Uh, Joey did you know, have most of this match. Like, he was beating the crap out of Axel, but Axel would not stay down. There were some close pinfalls that we thought maybe Axel was done, but no, he got up. Like, he just jumped up and took everything from Joey. Um, Just when uh, Axel was about to hit his finisher, the lights went out. Well, mind you, the lights went out twice during the show. So now that now that it happened here, now I understand why it went out the first two times. Uh, Black and Brave came out when we thought they were going to beat up both Joey and Axel. Yeah, they just beat up Axel, and that led to Joey pretending that he was confused and everything, and pinned Axel for the one, two, three. And still CSW heavyweight champion, Joey Avalon. I um I don't know what to really say about it. I mean, Steve did redeem himself and this no disqualification. It's and I said it last week. There's no excuses. Yeah. Despite despite the interference. Oh, you're right. We're we're not. This is this seems like the era of uh, of uh, like dirty, like dirty backhand or like upper hand. I don't know what the fucking word is. Cheating. We call it cheating. Fuck it. No, no one wants to win cleanly anymore. I mean, I can't say I'm perfect. I did it once. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, don't get me wrong. A win's a win, no matter how you look at it. If the ref doesn't see it, it's not. It, does, it doesn't exist. Like I, I got nothing against it. It's just you see it a lot more now, where like it's almost like you know the bad guys are you know standing atop every company, holding every major title. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to find baby faces or champions because they want to do everything the right way. But I mean, I think we're living in a gener- in, a, in an era where the right thing doesn't really get you squat anymore. Sure, I'll get your pride. Pride don't yeah. pay the bills. No, and I mean, like I said, I've done it before. I had to do it with Joey Roth. Yeah. But that was me, you know, doing eye for an eye. You would ju- you jump me before the match with the championship? I'm going to have to do something back. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm all about honor, but hey. That's even karma. Mr. That's karma, and that's a real right. thing. I, and that's the one thing I'm learning I know it's fiction and all, whatever, but... Whoa, 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 no, not, whoa, no, well, listen, whoa. well, listen, no, listen, listen, listen. See, listen. Even though what I'm about to say 
is fiction, but Cobra Kai you can learn from. You can learn from Cobra Kai. And I think Daniel LaRusso is learning that sometimes you have to think outside the box. And do what you got to do to win. You gotta, yeah, get your hands dirty and do things that you don't normally do because you got to win or you got to get a point across. You thought I was going to say wrestling was fiction. I thought you were throwing out fucking F bombs here, bro. And I'm like, God damn, whoa, oh, God, I hate that the fire you in powerhouse yeah, here. Wrestling is non fiction. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Shit's real, bro. That's right. It's real to me. <laughs> so uh, with that, um, next month, uh, we return to Franklin Park, October 21st, Friday. Our special guest is former WWE wrestler, Eugene. Now they uh they there's no name for this show yet, right? Because I tried to look that up, but I didn't see anything. No, there's um what uh the upcoming show or the show that we just talked about? No, the show we were just talking about is falling down. Right. right? Okay, yeah, there's I don't think there's a name yeah. for it. Um if there is, I I don't remember. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's just, it's just it interests me like the names that some of these shows like mm-hmm. they get. So. And it's just funny because they come up with different names every year. There, it, it's not really the same thing. Like you know how dub, SCW, we have the same name for each month. Mm-hmm. Well, CSW changes it. Like, it's say March this year was, it's going to be different next year. January will be different. Not all the time, but yeah, because last year we didn't have falling down. I do want to make it. I didn't fall down this show, so <laughs> I do. I do want to make a CSW show. It's just driving all the way up to Franken Park is hell's bells, bro. <laughs> I believe it, especially on a Friday. I'm always caught oh, in traffic, God, yeah. and, I, and I leave or like at shit like three thirty, and it still takes me an hour and a half. Right. That and it only takes should only take me forty five. Right. One day I'll make it up there. It just. I, Steve's just got to find me like a good seat. I just need a good seat. I don't want to sit all the way in the back. I don't want to be in the standing room. I want a good fucking seat. <laughs> they do. They, they do front row seats, right? Like yeah. they sell front row seats different than other ones. I'm gonna have to be a yeah. front row seater. The you just have to maybe talk to a different Steve. Uh, talk to Steve Boz. Right. That's interesting. They just posted the card for Ileana Pro Wrestling. Awesome. I could have just read it from there. This was an hour ago? What the fuck? They should know when we're recording, damn it. Yeah. Man, that's okay. At least it's all there. And I'm not and I'm not lying. All the information's right there. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I didn't know this. Hold on. Ooh, there's something. Is this a is this breaking news? Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, my hopes up, bro. I was reading into it too much. Uh, called, it's uh, called in an it's called a trios competition, and then I was reading championship, but no, there it was leading into 
and the IPW League champion. They were talking about Aaron Stone. Okay. I thought maybe this was going to be for the for a number one contendership. Damn it. Oh, well. Got my hopes up. You got my hopes up. Fucking. I got my own hopes up. <laughs> Damn it, turtle. Uh, all right. So um, I think that's the end of TikTok because SCW is its own monster. It's 100% its own monster. WrestleTopia happened this past Saturday. Uh, standing room only. Huge turnout. Very uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we the opportunity to uh, referee some of uh, these big matches. Uh, I had an opportunity to commentate with a guy that uh, I just come home, Sammy Hagar, because he was dressed in uh, Hawaiian shirts, had a beard, had hair. He looked like Sammy Hagar. I don't think I ever really caught his real name. I think Steve told me it. it's Macaulay, maybe some shit like that. You know, he might be onto something. I think it's something Spicoli. Something. I think so. I think so. I just like I, I don't know who the fuck it was. I just I, I came in thinking like, okay, I guess I'll commentate with fucking Steve. And then I end up commentating with somebody else because apparently Powell wanted their own guy on the microphone. I was like, hey, whatever. I'm a team player. I'm fine with it. Um Yeah, so that was fun. But uh I think we had about 11 matches uh, that happened uh, this past Saturday. Uh, biggest biggest card yep. of the year. Uh, they had to start a half hour earlier than normal. So um, you got the list of matches, right? Yes, I do. Cool. I, so, I, I steal the lineup now. <laughs> that way I don't have to type shit out. Fuck, yeah. Cool. Start at the beginning then. All right. Now, when they do this, here's a fun fact. Um, in wrestling, you have a card, a sheet of paper like this. Only Travis can see, so he can just see it like that. Um, <laughs> most of the time, you see match one at the top and goes down. Well, there's an old school way of doing it that SCW does, and I believe WWE does it as well. Match mm-hmm. one is the bottom, and it goes to the top. Just a fun fact. Yeah, I think so, that he still does theirs on like a dry erase board and shit like that too. Yeah. Or is it? It's either dry erase board and they write it on there, or they got like people's names on magnets and stuff, and they like stick it up or some shit. But yeah, yeah, you start from the bottom, work your way up. It's like a graph, I think they got it. Yeah, something it's weird. It's yeah. like it's they weird. use Excel or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so match one featured. Pow's actual Axel Abreu versus <clears throat> VIP with his lawyer Esquire. Yeah, which is weird. And let me let me ask you a question. I'll be being a, a wrestler, referee, with uh, everything I guess in the business. It's it's pretty it's pretty damn important to be the first match on a show like this, right? Um. So, VIP, granted, you know, he doesn't really care too much about anything but himself and his money. Um, But, I mean, he has a big opportunity in this match to not only fight for SCW against Powell, but he's opening the show. Yep. I I just wanted to to mention that. Um, 
But it was kind of, I guess the best part about the POW being there is seeing wrestlers that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. I just wanted to mention that, you know, talking about that. I want people to understand that it's important to, oh, show openers are fucking huge. You know, there's, right. it, it, it should be like this wave that your fucking show does where it starts high and then maybe you dip a little bit low, but then you want to come back up at the end. I think people miss that. Like, I think people always assume you start low Increase throughout the end, but you kind of want this fucking wave thing to go. So. Right. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, right off the bat, Powell takes win number one as Axel Rayo went won this match. This this lawyer is not helping VIP whatsoever, and I know Sheik has kind of been MIA uh, over the last few shows dealing with whatever he's been dealing with. But I don't know how much money VIP is paying this fucking lawyer, but it just not seem like he's fucking paying off at all. And it's like you said, Powell took the first one. You know, this is this this is a war between SCW and Powell. Who is the better team? And VIP dropped the ball a little bit. You know, he, I he, I don't think it was a it was a good choice at all. But not SCW's part, they dropped the ball right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, you took a guy. Now, I don't want to take anything from VIP because he is working hard. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't been winning. No. He lost to me, of all people. <laughs> I beat him in his own home company in my debut match at SCW. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole point of the lawyer was to, you know, take him to the next level. Lawyer's not doing it. I don't know what the lawyer... Is I don't know if the lawyer thinks he's doing something, but he has to be manipulating manipulating VIP into thinking that something's going to change pretty soon because this lawyer's been here for about three four months now and not one change has happened. Right, fucking astounding. So he's being he's def, I think you're right about the manipulating part. Yeah, somehow he manipulated. <laughs> I want to say maybe Terry or somebody. And SCW put VIP in there. Because yep. I don't think. Because here's another thing. Axel won clean. He didn't have to cheat. So what does that say for VIP? Yeah, it, it, comes to, it comes to a point where I think VIP's problem might be is that he might have too many distractions in his life. Maybe that lawyer is doing more harm than good. Uh, maybe he's. You know, to focus on money, cars, you know, his pedigree, whatever the fuck it is. He's doing something. Something's just not working. Right. And he probably should figure that out quick or else he's, you know, he's pretty much going to, you know, be stagnant where he's at. And I may have to start with getting rid of this attorney (laughs) because it's not helping. It hurt him more than anything. I still think it should have been me, but hey. It should have been me. Should have been me. Um, because I, I still owe that asshole uh, punch in the face for what he did. But hey, you know what? Fine, that's cool. Um, next match featured Angel of Evil Games Evil against Nikki Nix. Yeah, no, this is this is I think one of two one of two matches. That wasn't like an SCW POW kind of thing. Right. Um, it was it was purely just giving people an opportunity to see 
the the women that are in the wrestling business in this area perform. And uh, Nikki, who is fairly new to, uh, I guess, I guess she was in SCW back in the day, but not Nikki Nix. Nikki Nix right. is new to SCW right. over the last like you know few months, and we saw her wrestle in her shirt for the SCW Women's Championship against Natasha Crane. Uh, she kept her own, and Natasha is a tough person. And we talked a little bit last week about the decision I had to make to pull her from, you know, one of her two matches for her to focus on the one match she had instead of the two. Um, but she gets in there with guys, and she wrestles guys, which mm-hmm. is becoming more and more common now, you know, in this, yeah. in this era. You know, we saw uh, Tessa Blanchard be Impact Champion. So, you know, it's not surprising anymore to see women step in the ring with men. But when you have a when you have a woman like Natasha who can step up and step two uh, male wrestlers without a flaw, and then you have Nikki Nix come in and could hold her own against Natasha for so for as long as she did. It shows that how she's going to continue to grow in this business. Now, she wrestled at CSW, like you mentioned on the match card, or the results you just talked about, in the Fatal 4-Way. Um, I think you mentioned that she's wrestling somewhere else. Um, is it IPW? She's wrestling with you in a, in a six-man yeah. tag where yeah. she's going to be facing men. She wasn't in the Fatal 4-Way, though. She was in the pre-show match. What, uh, CSW? Yeah. I thought she was in that Fatal 4 women's match. No, she was in the pre-show. Who was in the Fatal Four Women's match? Uh, Sierra, Sky Blue, Heather Reckless, and Shelly the Bombshell. Oh, well, she wrestled at CSW. I said that. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I, I, my, my point got across. You could just roll with it. Fucking no, because then that would have been wrong information. Pointing out my mistakes. The point is, though. <laughs> <laughs> The point is, though, since she came back to the wrestling world, she's obviously making a pretty decent name for herself when she could get to CSW, SCW, IPW, um, going for championships like the Women's Championship at SCW. Uh, but facing somebody like Angel is incredible because Angel has such a long history in this business, and she's a former SCW champion as well. So to give these women an opportunity to showcase that on the WrestleMania of SCW was really fucking cool. And they put on one hell of a match. It, it, you know, it, was, it was really cool to see that and everything. And it, it's, it was just an awesome blend because I would, I would consider uh, like Angel being more of like a, like a brawler type where Nikki, I think, would be more technical. Yeah. And seeing the blend was really awesome too. That, uh, that Hurricane Rana, uh, that Spike Hurricane Rana that Nikki does, Oh, it's fucking incredible. It's it's scary mm. when she fucking it does it. Um, not in a dangerous way where you think somebody's going to die, but in a way where like, yeah, she could kill somebody. You know, yeah, you know, she could definitely, she could definitely, you know, win a match and that when that's the last match that person's gonna lose. But uh, it, it's just really cool. Uh, I haven't right. had a chance to really talk to her that much. I think she thinks she's better than me, but most people do anyways. And I don't really care, but. Um, no, it was it was it was a real good fucking match. Yeah, um, Angel got the victory on that one. Who uh who who roughed that match? Uh, the flat top. top right? Yeah, yes. you rough you you roughed the opener. Yes, I did. Got that fucking chant, that turtle chant there too. Exactly. That fucking I mean, that fucking turtle chant. Yep. 
But hey. You know what you gotta do? Though? You gotta get people chanting Cowabunga, though. I think it's... I've tried. I think it's, like, too much of a word to no, really... Cowabunga! Oh, well, yeah, if I do it that way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're gonna do. Cowabunga, cowabunga. No, that sounds goofy. You gotta, yeah. you, you gotta get the word associated with the right chant. You right. suck. You suck. Cowabunga. Come on, yeah. man. Hey, I'll surprise you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to go to fucking Rocket Pro next time you're in a match and people are trying to chant turtle. You just stand there. Cowabunga. People yep. do it, man. This is the thing. I love wrestling fan. They're fucking sheep. <laughs> you get them some of the chant, they'll fucking chant it, man. They're good sheep. Not bad sheep, but they're fucking sheep. Anyways. Uh, in the future, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Angel, Nikki, awesome fucking match. Honestly, I would have put that as the first match. It was, it, it was a really good fucking match. Uh, I'm sure Steve didn't like it because it was two females wrestling. I think that's why they put it second because they didn't want Steve to go on a pee break first thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, match three featured Pals Tommy Macabre against Eric Odinson. Yeah, the debut of a uh, former Bane X now Odinson the Berserker. That's right, Odinson the Berserker. Odinson the Berserker, the 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 debuting of uh, a new side to Bane X that we're seeing. Uh, got the war paint, uh, the boots, the helmet, and everything. Um, the one thing I noticed about Eric, obviously, uh, besides the appearance, was it seemed like there was more power behind everything he did. Um, I think it's because he's digging deep into a different side. Now, I know, obviously, you know, Bane X, fan favorite, loved by children and everything. His, you know, he, he was the fucking superhero of SCW. You know, he's he's the guy that everyone's looking up to. And regardless of the fact that he still, he still gives a shit about kids and he cares about, you know, raising money and everything. We saw that later on in the show uh, because there was a battle royal for Nick Huffman who passed away. Um, so there was a moment for him there as well. But he um, he has an opportunity now to, to wrestle for himself. He still wrestles for kids. But as Bane X, he wrestled for everybody and then himself. Now he can wrestle for himself along with everyone else. And I think mm-hmm. that's where he gets that extra power from. And, you know, sometimes people just need a change. And I think he found it. It's only been one match, but it was fucking incredible. And that, was, that, that wasn't that was a small fucking dude he took on either. It was a, oh. that was a big motherfucker. Yeah, he's not, like, wide, too muscular, but he's tall. And he's yeah. got, you know, long legs that he can just use to his advantage. Uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to see what the Berserker has going forward. Um, it's it's almost like a rebirth of uh, of of Bainex, you know, mm-hmm. or Eric, however you want. It's a rebirth of right. Odinson. So it, it, it's going to be cool over the next couple of months to see uh, see how he progresses and who uh, who he 
runs through to you know. Yep. Yep. So uh Odin's son uh won the match. Yeah. Um again that was a back and forth. They both you know, they both beat the crap out of each other pretty much. Hundred percent. And we, we know we know he is an SCW guy through and through, so mm-hmm. I think picking up a victory <laughs> <laughs> you good there, Steve? <laughs> I think that's why. Uh, <laughs> I take the thing off after a while. Um, I, I I think beyond the fact that he won his debut match as Odinson, which is incredible, but because he's such a diehard SCW guy, picking up that victory to tie. Powell one to one. I think uh, yeah. it meant more to him uh, that I think that meant more to him than just picking up a victory in general. It would have been two and zero if I was in it, but hey. Um, sure. <laughs> uh so um, ne- next match we seen another women's match. Mm-hmm. It was for the women's title, the SCW women's title. That is, Natasha Crane defended her championship against the ARCs. Brene Van Peebles. Yeah, and this, and uh, if if you guys watched the promo that was uh, uploaded on uh, Southland Championship Wrestling last week, this was a match that wasn't even planned until like Wednesday, Thursday of like you know the week of the show when Renee decided, hey, I won a number one contendership match a, week, uh, a couple months ago. I'm cashing it in for WrestleTopia. And that's what kind of threw everything into like a, a massive headache as far mm-hmm. as the high voltage match and what we got to do and what we should do because she she won the opportunity for the title and she got to pick it and she picked WrestleTopia. So we couldn't say no to that. Um, I'm glad we didn't. You know, I think regardless of how, uh, the ending of the high voltage match, uh, I'm glad that we had this match because it showed everybody and I, I mentioned it to the commentator the pal commentator is it's interesting to see actually women's wrestling because probably doesn't get a lot of women's wrestling as scw does um and so i guess to showcase the wrestling the female talent that we have here at scw um having not only one women's match but having two mm-hmm. and it shows the power of natasha it shows the the uh the the genius the, the ring knowledge that Renee has, and I'm sure she learned that over her career, but as well as having a manager like C. Red and a partner like Miles Mercer helping and coaching her through and everything. Uh, it was just it was just a nice blend of uh, wrestling between two women, and uh, Natasha ultimately uh, picked up on uh, the victory there, just to find out later that she did it with a broken fucking wrist. That's right. <clears throat> Tough son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And from what I'm hearing, it's not a complete, like, big injury. Like, she's not going to be out forever, like most injuries. Um, it's a minor break. She should, she may even be back in action for Steam Hollow. We won't know for sure. Oh, but, that surprised me. Yeah, she's tough. She could probably, you know, do it blindfolded for all we know. By by all accounts, there's a good chance she'll be at fucking training tomorrow. True. She just she she does not she does not give a shit. She understands that in order to get to get to a certain level, you have to put in a certain amount of work. Right. 
and she's willing to do that fucking work. Now I know that she'll do it smart. She's not going to jeopardize, you know, her health anyway. Because if she further injures that wrist and she can't defend that championship, there's an opportunity that championship could be stripped from her. Yep. So it's one of those like you know, working smart, not hard kind of things. Right. Um, I, I I see her. I see her holding that title for a long time because she took it from Angel. Renee couldn't take it off of her. Nikki didn't take it off of her. So nope. it's, 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 I mean, you're just running through the list of who the fuck can take it from her. Mm-hmm. Even um, Celine Gray couldn't uh, take it off of her. Yeah, exactly. See, it's fucking, she, uh, yeah. I know she's wrestled Paloma yeah. before and fucking, she took out Paloma. Haven't yeah. seen her since. It's nuts. Wow. Yeah. Evil so, Sierra yeah. be able to, though. I yeah, see, even see it. I don't know, maybe she'll give her a fight. I don't think it'll be e- that easy for Sierra, but it'll. It'll. I think she'll be close. This will be that'll be her toughest match. Yes. Not saying those other matches weren't tough. No, no, well, no, 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 no. I just, I think, I think Sierra has a has a great uh, coach in uh, Avalon. That's, right. No, Avalon, Avalon, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, fuck that dude's keeping his title. You know, no matter what fucking Steve throws at him, right? Well, I'm sure she she can learn something from him about getting a title. It's just doable. Yeah, I mean, he I, he even put me through a table. Oh, actually, he got drop kicked into. <sighs> the... Yeah, that's oh. how it went. Eh, whatever. Yeah, you know, he definitely did. He definitely put you through a table, then, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. Ah, said, uh, take my ass chewing like a man here. Um, this match was for the new and debuting high voltage title. Featured Powell's Eat Hooks O'Bannon versus L. Dorado of SCW. I was the official, uh, and on the outside was Brian Allen of Powell. We were told that for the Powell versus SCW title matches, an SCW referee and a Powell referee will be involved. It would be up to us on who would be in the ring. And because no one fucks with me, I said I'm going in the ring. Yeah. So and but and that's the thing too is like I I respect the decision on having two referees out there. I do. <clears throat> just just to watch the impartialness, even though SCW's uh referees never had an issue with that, which was clearly shown in this match, who had the one sided uh uh mm-hmm. idea. Uh but if you're if you're if you're refereeing an SCW title, an SCW referee should be in the ring. Mm-hmm. There should, there should be no reason for a POW referee to ref an SCW title match unless that happens to be at POW. Or if the other, or if the SCW referee, something, if something happens, that yeah. was also discussed. Yeah, shady fuckery. Yeah, Terry Allen. Um. So, um, yeah, the title was introduced, and I made it public knowledge 
that the GM of High Voltage is our very own Travis T. After you found the hard camera. Okay, well, let's. I'm gonna. <laughs> this came from the guy who was not using the hard cam at all in I the entire time he was ring announcing. So Steve can go fuck himself on that one. Beautiful that title, by kick. the way. <laughs> for those of you who, for those of you who didn't know, like I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to see the title before it was debuted that night, and the biggest reason is I didn't want to know. Uh, I didn't have a say in the design of the title. That was more SCW upper management, and I'm fine with that. I love surprises. Uh, a lot of stuff in this business can't doesn't really surprise me much anymore. So I try to take the surprises when I can. Um, I guess when you think about it realistically. If you wanted to see what the title looked like beforehand, all you had to do is look at the poster because it was displayed on the poster. Um, but it was small. I really didn't pay much attention to it. So when you brought it out, I thought it was pretty cool. It would be nice to hold it for even a brief moment because uh, fuckery happened and uh, I, didn't, I didn't even get a chance to see it in person because uh, El Dorado failed me. Uh, Terry failed me. You failed me. Everybody well, fucking failed me. It's well, well. The I think the rule of this match kind of failed you because yeah, yeah, the five yeah, count. Okay, and that, and that's the thing. And I know I'm gonna get some kind of flack from fucking Eldorado or Eldorado's wife or their uh, their yappity fucking kid or whatever it is. But I have nothing against the five count. I will say that publicly right now. Uh, I have nothing against his five count. I think I, I said it was goofy, yeah, but I said it, I said it was goofy in a playful way. Silly. I think I used the word silly, silly or goofy, whatever. Either way, it's it's a nice thing to sh- it shows the power of El Dorado. Right. But to put that into a stipulation of a match, I mean, like you're already going into this match only knowing three days ahead of time. Like, and I don't know. I don't know if this was a Dorado, El Dorado decision, if this was a Terry decision, or what have you. But you're, you, you have to sit there and think for a second. Like, you're, you're, in an, you're in an opportunity to not only win your first singles title in SCW, not only winning a title that nobody else has held because it's brand fucking new. That's, that's your name in the record books forever as the first fucking champion. But to sit there and say, hey, you're going to have to pin a guy for two fucking counts longer than normal. That's a lot of fucking pressure to put on somebody when it's their first championship opportunity against a company that has been fighting you for over a year. And you know, you know something. You know that they're going to do whatever they can to take every fucking championship that night. It, and it fucking happened. Something happened that honestly, like when it happened, I was I was I was fucking pissed. But I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that fuck well t- nobody happened to you, so I'll let you tell everyone what happened. But I, I think doing the five count stipulation in this match, it it wasn't the right call. If you wanted to do something where El Dorado defended that championship after he won it and says Every count's a five count, and that's his thing anyways. So be it. But you don't do that in a match that everything's on the fucking line because that right. match would have put us up one 
against fucking uh, Pow instead of put us behind one. But I want right. you to tell everyone exactly what happened because it happened to you. So, okay. Okay, the result of this match was Meat Hook, so Bannon winning. He's the new high voltage champion. Uh, for, or actually, first high voltage champion. Can't say new because he's the first. So, El Dorado had this match won, pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, two big guys going at it. It was nice back and forth as well. But Meat Hooks kind of had the upper hand a bit. But he also had that piece of shit, uh, Chris Hedford, you know. Um, so El Dorado, you know, he did his splash. I counted one. I counted two. I counted three. I counted three. Hello, the match would have been over. Yep. I counted four. And then I got pulled out of the ring. Now, I would have expected it from Chris Hedford. But no, it was Powell's referee. The referee of Powell pulled me out, somehow grabbed my shoe, took it off. So I was missing a shoe. And I landed face first on the ground. And then when I tried to get back up, Chris Hedford pushed me down. He Now, I know there's going to be all kinds of piles spin. Saying, oh, he was trying to help me up, but then I, he just couldn't lift me. Shut the fuck up. We all know what happened. Oh, yeah. The dork next to me said you fell out of the ring. And I'm like, ah, that's not what fucking happened. No. I saw what fucking happened. Terry, who watches the pay-per-views, knows what fucking happened. Steve, who was sitting right there, knows what fucking happened. And this is the thing that blows my fucking mind when it comes to management like Terry fucking Allen or Steve, who I believe is contracted to the fact that when Terry's not there, he is in charge. But they just let shit like this fucking happen. Even though it was my fucking belt for my fucking show. And I said, yeah, put it on Topia. Give High Voltage that fucking... Uh, that fucking time on, you know, the biggest show of SCW. All for it. But because I have no authority at SCW, so when that fucking happened, I had to sit there and watch it fucking happen. Because I know I don't have the authority at SCW to restart the match, to reverse the decision, to do anything like that. But Terry does. I believe Steve should have. But instead, they allowed it to fucking happen. And not only that, not only the fact that they allowed that to fucking happen, the fact that a referee put their hands on another fucking referee cost fucking SCW a high voltage championship, which, by the way, if you you didn't see because you're laying on the fucking ground, but, you know, uh, fucking uh, me hooks hit, you know, El Dorado in the back of the head with his drinking horn, whatever the fuck, I, I don't, it's some kind of canteen they made on horn, whatever the fuck it's called, hit him in the back of the head, knocked him the Fuck out. And pin him. That was the first loss. I don't know if anyone knows this, but up until that point, El Dorado was undefeated in singles matches. He's lost a handicap match. He's lost a tag match, but he's never lost a singles match. This is the first loss that he took. And it costed him a fucking championship. It costed me a fucking championship. And the fact that that referee still worked the remainder of the show Shows how very little SCW gives a shit about my show, about my company, and about my fucking wrestlers. Because regardless of what people want to believe or not, Eldorado is a high-voltage wrestler. He's a high-voltage guy. So, yeah. 
<clears throat> I'm a little bitter. I may have said some shit to you, nobody oh. blamed you, but hindsight, I don't fucking blame you. I, you I, no I get it. You didn't you didn't tumble out of the fucking ring because you're you know because of negligence or ignorance. No, you got pulled out of the ring by fucking pow by a wrestler who or, or by a referee who fucking refed the remainder of the fucking show. It's a joke. And that's on that's on Terry and that's on Steve. Joke. Here's like the here's the biggest joke. Okay. This entire war, I have been un, unbiased. I have called everything down the middle. No matter what, even after getting jumped at high voltage, despite what I did after matches, I still kept things down the middle. And that, yes, on fucking Saturday, on social media, I said in the nicest way, good luck to Chris Hedford. Because I meant it. I meant good luck to everybody at Powell. Good luck to everybody at SCW. Because at that point, because I was not on the card in VIP spot, I decided, okay, I'm done. I will not. I don't care what happens. I'm going to call it down the middle. Still, like I always do. And I was being nice to everybody. I even wanted to work as a team with Brian Allen of Powell. With their other referee, Peavy. And then all of a sudden, that fucking prick of Powell decides to pull me out of the ring, take my shoe off, give it to Chris Hedford, and then have Chris Hedford throw it at me. So, a lot of hip yeah, a lot of hypocrites out there. Now, you just poke the bear. Because I don't care what happens now. All fair love and war now. And if that's how they want to play it, fine. Because yeah. if you're going to fucking play these games and still say I'm a cheater, fine. You know what? I don't care. If I somehow don't see something now, who gives a shit? I'm done playing these games. You put your fucking hands on me again. I tried to be nice. I'm, not, I'm done being nice. Fuck yeah. Start dropping bodies, turtle. Fuck them. Fuck pow. Assholes, man. But I still let it go. I was still nice about it. Because for the show alone, I wanted to be peaceful. I wanted to do my job. So I waited for an opportunity to strike. And I think I found that opportunity later in the show once we get to it. So with that said, uh, a lot of shenanigans uh, got Meat Hooks the belt. And he is now the first high voltage champion. Whew, man, my my anxiety's up now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the next match was the called shot ladder match. Um, it featured Chris Ward versus Miles Mercer versus JPH versus the Hawaiian Hitman versus Kazile versus Aaron Xavier. And your winner of this match was Aaron Xavier. A lot of shit happened in that match. Uh, it's God, there's so much to talk about. Uh, <clears throat> I think the biggest parts of the match, obviously, was uh, well the hitman jumping off of the uh, the bathroom uh, through Kazile's uh, on a table, and obviously JPH falling off the ladder at the end there to give Aaron Xavier the opportunity to uh, grab the uh, bat, uh, which guarantees him a title shot anytime he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was hard hitting. There, there was a lot of people who limped away from that fucking match, and 
honestly, there probably been some. There probably been, there probably should have been some who got carted out. Right. Uh, it, it it was an incredible match. We saw uh, a lot of uh, unique ways of the ladder being used. I I hope it's one of those that they do throw up on YouTube so people can catch uh, catch an opportunity to see it and everything. Um, I believe it is up on YouTube right now. Um, is it up there already? Uh, it's not on. It's not under the SCW page. Um, I mean, uh, it's um a friend of of a friend. <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Marcus Ellis. Um, that matches up there along with the heavyweight title match, uh, the women's match for the women's title, and um, and of course VIP versus Axel Braille. Marcus Ellis is uh, a friend of uh, VIP, so yeah. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> but yeah, that that match was fucking nuts. Yeah. Seeing Aaron Xavier's old ass uh, taking all those, uh, you know, moves and shit and doing crazy shit himself, man, that was nuts. Well, you know, it it, it shows how. It shows how important an opportunity and a championship can be, especially when you hold an opportunity at any time that you want. You know, anyone can earn a chance at a title based on winning a match or, you know, you know, showing that you're ready for one. But the fact that he could walk out, I mean, hell, if he wanted to, he could have walked out at the end of that fucking show and said, hey, let's do this tonight. You know, but he, he, he holds he holds the fucking briefcase, the key to the city, whatever. Whatever you know, whatever you want to consider it being, he holds that ch- that chance to call his own shot. Mhm. I mean, it could be done at any time, and I don't think there's a there's no expiration date on this, like the uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah. He could probably do it in 2024 if he wanted to. Oh yeah. Well, he's a genius. I know he's gonna plan it out. Yep. He probably planned it out before he won. Oh yeah. yeah he probably has an idea of when he wants to do it too. Yep. So I expect the unexpected, mm-hmm. or expect the expected, because <laughs> it's fucking Eric Xavier. You never know what he's gonna do, but sometimes you do. You, you kind of know what he's gonna do when he, when he, when you don't know he's gonna do it. Yeah, sometimes he'll he'll do exactly what you're expecting because you wouldn't expect him to be doing that. Right. Yeah. But you also still expect it. Yeah. He makes you want to expect it. Yeah. It's not your choice, it's his choice. Like, I wanted you to know what I was doing when I did it because you didn't think I was going to know, but you knew I knew I knew you knew. Somehow he still doesn't do it, but then he does it. Yeah, he does it anyways, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of, a lot of tongue ties there. Um, <laughs> all right, then um, the next match, the SCW Genesis Championship match was on the line. Uh, ch- champ- <laughs> tongue tie, tongue tie. SCW Genesis title was on the line. It featured champion, the Irish car bomb, Sean Mulligan versus Powell's Mason Perks. Yo, boy, Mason Perks. Sean Uh, Mulligan, uh, this is the first time Sean Mulligan's been at SCW since May. Taking the summer off and everything to head back to Ireland, uh, chill out and hang out and everything. But uh, Perks is new to me. Uh, He looked like a fucking child. Like they like Powell picked them up from Saturday school and brought them directly to the show. Uh no idea who that kid was. Goofy fucking hair though. 
He looked like Riddle's younger brother. <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a good match. It was. Um, now, I was actually supposed to referee that match. I was supposed to be the in-ring ref. Mm-hmm. I'm coming down to the ring, and that dork Pee-wee gets in the ring and says he's going to do it. Yeah, see, and, that, and that's the shit I'm talking about. Why? Why is he entitled to that if it's not a fucking POW championship? Right. <clears throat> it's goofy. Oh, by the way, uh, to keep score, uh, Xavier winning that ladder match ties up uh, SCW and POW 2-2. Two to two, so. Yes, because there were some POW people in there. Because yeah, I own JPH. I guess, I guess it was Miles Mercer who's a free agent, too. So it counts, 2-2. Two all right, so um, so I ended up being the outside referee, yeah. and um, I made sure you know, I made sure nothing happened. I stayed on my toes. I kept my eye on everything. Um, this match was pretty funny. <laughs> A lot of drinking went on. Um, yeah, Bruce demanded uh Mulligan fill his cup, and he did. And then, then ended up on the front row. Yep. <laughs> uh, in the end, Sean Mulligan wins. Yep, he retains, he retains. the championship. Um, up by one. So uh, Mason Perks tried some stuff. You know, I kind of saw things, but I could not do anything about it because part of the rules were if even if the outside referee sees it. He can only let the inside referee know what's, what happened, but obviously because pow is pow, they did not care. Yeah. So I just had to do what I can. But I did it without cheating. I didn't have to pull the other referee out. I didn't give no objects to Mulligan. So there's that. Again, I'm still being impartial. Jagoffs. There was a moment in the high-voltage... Uh... Match. I was trying to get your attention to uh, to pick up those uh, those five counts a little bit quicker. Oh, yeah, I didn't care. I wanted to fucking win. When fucking El Dorado goes, I, I get it. A little bit faster. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I wanted my I, gold, bro. I get I wanted, it. I wanted I my fucking belt. <laughs> um, I did try to get you know get Hepburn off the ring as best as I can. Um, but I. You know, I'm not really supposed to put my hand on the on the other guys unless I'm physically provoked. Um, although technically I was earlier in the show, he did push me multiple times. But hey, I'm still you know being unbiased here. Uh, but yeah, Sean Mulligan gives us the upper hand in the score, retains his title. Mason Perks um, ran off crying. And so did Hepburn because he's a bitch. So, uh, next match, which did not feature a championship. So, only one referee needed to be out there. And that that's what happened, right? Because I did not watch that, that part. There was only one ref. Okay, so Flat Top was the referee for this match. Scott Spade with Tiny versus... DJ Price with Keith. So I guess uh, Mistress Misery was out there too. And it was the professor, not Keith. The professor. Reinventing themselves. That's right. Uh, Scott Spade 
took the victory, which tied up the score. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Scott Spade took a, a candlestick shot from uh, his uh, his own lady, which was also pretty cool. Nice. But I mean, it. And I got I give a lot of respect to uh, to VJ Price. He was out there against you know pretty much fucking like five fucking people. You know, well I guess four. He got Tiny, Stayed, Mistress Misery. You know, uh, Hedford. They just, he, he just, he, Hedford he, was around. Yeah, so it's just like it, he, he did everything he could, but at the end of the day, there was always a strength in numbers, and he he just couldn't come up the top. And yeah, Spade, uh, Spade took the win. Spade is smart. Oh yeah, he he, he thinks smart, so yeah. he oh, works. Yeah, he he works. works. He doesn't work hard. He works smart. Yeah, and obviously being a current SCW Tag Team Champion, at one point he held that title along with the Pow Heavyweight Championship, which is currently uh, around the waist of Holiday, and the SCW Heavyweight Championship, which is now around the waist of uh, Hunter Payne at this time. Right. So. so, yeah, uh, Scott Spade won. Um, that put the score at, was it, what was that, 3-3, three 4-4, three, four four, something like that? Uh, three to three now. Yeah, time to three. Enter Mulligan, yeah. Okay, so the next match. Speaking of Max Holiday, he defended the POW Heavyweight Championship against Tyler Sullivan. Your referee was Brian the Bucker Allen. And that was the thing too. Like I, it looked like initially it was flat top until he came out and kicked flat top out of the uh, out of the ring. The flat right. top was the flat top was on the outside, but he was over by the um, the, the I don't know the timekeeper's table, whatever the hell yeah. you want to call it. Um, because I guess the the rules of the dual referees outside the ring doesn't apply to the power championship. Right. So, I mean, he didn't. I mean, I think we could have been at ringside, but you know, flat top didn't need to be there. He just had to watch and make sure everything just stayed in order. It doesn't matter where he's at. He could have been on um, I-57 and still watched the match. So, um, This was a weird and shit shenanigan ending because somehow Max Holiday got disqualified. Yeah, so <clears throat> I know I, I think initially this was like Sullivan's return to wrestling. This is his first match back in a while. Um, and he came back for Powell to help put their title back for Max Holiday, which I also didn't know that Max Holiday won the title by using one of the keys that Hunter Payne possesses. <clears throat> that I did not know. Um, but yeah, they wrestled outside the ring. They wrestled outside. Uh, and at the end of the day, it was, you know, Powell's referee getting in the middle of everything. Holiday kind of bumping him, and they ultimately took the coward's way out and called disqualification. Now, yes, Holiday lost the match. Powell went up by one, uh, or actually technically, I guess, two now after uh, the Spade match. Where the fuck it was? I can't remember. Um, it was, it's up by one. It's up by one now. Um, and, uh, yeah, and luckily he retained the title because they don't switch on uh, disqualifications. Right. From where I was watching, I was watching on the TV and back. Um, no one hit 
uh, the referee. Nobody hit him. Yeah. I think from, from from where I was, it looks like they did. Maybe oh. he got a different angle. Huh. Yeah, he, he didn't get touched. So there there was um, a commotion and there was um, a shove, yeah. but it, the referee sold it like he got shoved so he can disqualify Max Holiday. Oh, he took a fucking uh, fall like LeBron James? Yeah, he, he oh, flopped. Oh, he flopped. And flat top saw it. But again, nothing we can do about it because it's the inside referee's decision, right? <coughs> Unless, uh, you know, a higher up can come out and start their stuff. Yeah, it, it's, getting, it's making you sick, too. I, I get it. It's choking me up. I'm, I'm still upset about the, t- the title belt being gone. Yeah. I'll never get, I'll never get over it. You'll put that on the list next to uh, the pod being incident. So much. Just keep, just keep pissing me off, Nubby. <laughs> uh, so they're up by one, but I think we tied it up with the Battle Royal because there were POW members in this. And um, it started with POW in the ring first. And then SCW came out. They surrounded the ring. And when I rang the bell, SCW went in and beat the shit out of POW. I'm gonna okay, hold on. I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure something out here. Cause I thought that there was a point where Pow is up by two. I well, let's something? see. Well, 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 I got the list right here. Yeah. So you got pen and paper. Get your pen and paper. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, call it on the fly, brother. Um, Axel Breo won, so that's yep. Pow. Uh. Odinson wins. Yep. For SCW. Need uh, <laughs> hooks for Powell. Yep. Uh, we counted the ladder match. So Xavier yep. for SCW. Sean Mulligan for SCW. Yep. Scott Spade for Powell. Yep. Tyler Sullivan for Powell. Yep. And then uh, Odinson in the Battle Royal. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I miscounted. For some reason, I thought. Uh, uh, I think yeah, my commentary on uh, on fucking Saturday was way off because I thought there was a point where, um, uh, Paul was up by two. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, Battle Royal, man, that was a good one. Yeah, I I, I thought about jumping in. I thought about jumping in, but I'm like, oh, I didn't want to steal. Oh, I didn't want to steal the show. <laughs> but it was it was pretty cool to see it because I mean obviously we uh, there was an opportunity to yes we got the Powell guys back out there for an opportunity uh, we had the SCW roster out there a couple of uh, high voltage guys as well got had a chance we saw the return of Sergeant Brooks um but yeah then uh, only one person was left standing tall and yeah that was uh that was Odinson the Berserker yep and he wasn't gonna let Powell take that title. No, no. It was cool that they had a custom-made belt uh, made for the Nick Hoffman Battle Royal. And uh, him and Koa, who both have uh, history with Nick Hoffman, uh, shared a moment in the ring along with Nick Hoffman's sons who they gave that belt to. So that was pretty cool. So um, I guess that leads us to the main event. Yeah. 
It was the body bag match. <coughs> Hunter Payne, who was the heavy, heavyweight champion, who this was also for the heavyweight title, against Jimmy Blaze. The very first singles match between the two. Which Flat is top. Insane to think, you know, they, you yeah. know, over over you know several decades of these guys being in the business together and never a one on one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flat Top was your official in the ring, which I guess it wouldn't have mattered either way, but um, he would make the official, um, you know, call. And then you got Brian Douchebag out there along with them, so there's that. Um, I guess during this fight, um, Hunter Payne had the upper hand, beating the shit out of Jimmy yeah. Blaze. And yeah. He had him in the body bag, but Jimmy had enough will to get out of it and eventually ripped it up. He ripped up the body bag. It blew my fucking mind because there there was ever, ever a talk about a second fucking body bag. Like, you just destroyed the chance for this match to ever fucking end. Right. But I think the dude, he had to have had a plan. I mean, like, you know, it, it had... Everything that happened had to have been fucking planned out, and this and this is your opportunity to fucking like, you got your you got your payback. So this is this is your story to tell. But I mean, like, yeah, the moment he fucking ripped that up and think myself, I'm like, I don't see a second fucking body bag out here. I don't know why the hell he would tear up the one thing that gets it. That's like going into a casket match and fucking taking an axe to the fucking casket. Right. But anyways, oh yeah, go, he, go ahead. He, he he had a plan, obviously. And he thought what would happen next uh, was going to help him. So Hunter or Jimmy ended up getting, you know, on top of Hunter Payne, beating hit the hell out of him. Um, so Jimmy thought he could just cover him. He, you know, one, two, three. But uh, Flat Top knew the rules. It was not. It's a body bag match. You have to figure it out, right? Um, he tried to make flat top count, but he didn't. So Brian douchebag Allen got in the ring and he counted the three. He shoved flat top out of the way and counted three. And I don't fault ring girl, the, the ring bell girl, uh, doing what she did. She did ring the bell. She's just doing what the referee told her to. I, I get it. Do your job. That's fine. Do what you're told. But she was wrong. So I had to step in. I was watching, and I as soon as I saw that happen and heard the bell, I ran out there as quick as I could, trying not to fall down the stairs because I tend to do that sometimes. <laughs> I I looked at her and I'm like, no, 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 don't no. So I ran in and I, as Flat Top was getting in <laughs> uh, Brian's face, I got in Brian's face as well. And we're like, no, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. It, it's still a body bag match. Just just because the item ran away doesn't mean you act or ran away. It got it grew legs and ran. Um now I got tore up. Doesn't mean anything. They just fight forever until some until they bury each other at that yep. point. Um and I that's what and then the other referee came in and he's just, you know, adding more fuel to the fire. At that point, me and Flattop are just, we just fucking had it with them. And so we just start shelving them, getting in their face, and we told them, get the fuck out of here. And, you know, then we saw everybody coming to the ring, 
And we're like, all right, we're all getting the fuck out of here, but we made sure they get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So we just, we, we argued all the way. <coughs> we actually went to their locker room because they were downstairs and enemy they ran. Enemy lines, Nubby. Enemy huh? lines. Huh? You were yep. behind enemy lines. Oh. oh, fuck yeah. I wasn't Hell about yeah. to play that game. So we're fight. We were, I was getting ready to throw down. But they're a little quicker than me and Flat Top. So they shut the door on us. They locked it. Cowards. Exactly. And we weren't about to damage any more any property. So we're like, you know what? Let them figure it out. Me and Flat Top had it. So we just stayed in, in the back. Well, we kind of made sure that they didn't come out of that room either. We're like, we're staying out here until this match is over. You You stay in there. So we so in a way they locked themselves, but we made sure that that we locked them in state or we were security. We made sure they stayed in jail, their own personal jail. <laughs> so um in uh, after all the shenanigans, you know, Pow came out, SCW, they all came out, did their thing. Then, well, I'll, I'll let you have this part because this is your your favorite part of it. So. So, yeah, so Paul came out, SCW came out. I mean, there was now, from the looks of it, there wasn't one person left in that fucking locker room. Um, Hunter Payne finally got, like, you know, back in control over uh, Blaze, as he should, but there was no body bag. It was in two fucking pieces. There's no way that fucking he could win that match. And a familiar song hit. Fucking president of SCW started walking down the fucking stairs. No one knew he was there because, well, let's face it, he doesn't really show his face unless he absolutely has to. I get it, whatever. Um, and he had a second body bag. And at that moment, in my mind, I kept thinking, like, this is fucking Sentinel 2.0 all over again. He's going to fucking betray Hunter. He's going to go back to his pal roots, help his buddy fucking Blaze. Calls Hunter and SCW the championship. We're just going to have another fucking bad guy sitting behind that fucking desk. And for the, regardless of the fact of how I feel about Terry, there is, like I, like I mentioned earlier, not a lot of people like each other in this fucking business, but there is a lot of respect in it. And I respect Terry for bringing out, and the, you know, bringing out the extra body bag and letting Hunter and Blaze finished what they started um and that was just basically just blaze was already out he was busted open from the corner uh he knocked the fuck out hunter put him in the body bag and uh retained his championship beat blaze uh uh by the recount we did scw came on top of wrestletopia um and yeah terry terry raised the hand of hunter raised the hand of scw and shit the only problem I have with all of this is I don't see this whole thing being over. I don't think that's the final chapter of this because there's, there's no way you you fucking you you lay out the guy of Powell the way you did, right? And they just fucking you know ride off into the sunset like that's the end of it. It doesn't work that way. Um, huge night for SCW. Huge night for Hunter Payne and everyone there. And it was a kind of huge night for Terry because he showed, you know, at least in that moment, 
that he's here for SCW, that the the roots of POW aren't really still there. I mean, the memories are there, but, you know, he's, it looks at least for the time being, he chose SCW over POW. Uh, and I give all the respect in the world. Now, if he wants me to like him, he's going to have to fucking do better. Right. And that's why, you know, I think having him on this show might help out. It could help. It could hurt. I don't fucking know. I don't know what I say before I say it. So, uh, yeah. Yep. And you're right. I don't think it's over. In fact, it's not because um, one of the matches announced for Powell's um, main like show, um, which is uh, October 1st, mm-hmm. it's Marco Anthony and Hunter Payne against Team Revolution. Uh, uh, Jimmy Blaze and uh, the guy he uh, took from the nursing home. Oh. oh God! Yeah, so they're so they're having that rematch. Uh, well, they're having that match that was supposed to happen a couple months right. back. Yeah, exactly. Um, it'll, it'll, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in that. If this is, if they, it's gonna be interesting to see if they could just have the match and that be it, or if you know, because who knows if Hunter Payne's going up to on his own? Who knows if SCW people are going with them or not? Um. Being elite pain, I'm sure they could hold their own against a few people. But we saw, we saw for me at least, for the first time, I saw some powerhouses from Pow. I knew of Me Hooks. That was, you know, you know, I knew of him. I mean, he was in the tournament for high voltage. He's wrestled at high voltage. Yep. You wrestled he beat me. Yeah, he beat me. Uh, See, so you fucked me from the beginning. If you just beat him in the first round, oh, God, nubby. Um, I I counted the three, okay, but not five. But uh, Otis's opponent, uh, McCabry or McCabry, however you pronounce his fucking name, I never knew him. I never saw him before. So in my mind, Powell always had these smaller fucking guys, these older fucking guys, and Mihooks. They got some power with them too. They do. So it's yeah. I mean, Hunter Payne, uh, you know, Marco Elite Payne might be able to. Hold Paul off to an extent, but I don't think they can hold off an entire locker room by himself. And I think Blaze knows that. And if he finds out that Lee Payne only went up there with maybe a few fucking people, it's going to be retaliation from what happened at the end of WrestleTopia. Yeah, and we all know who is on at Powell. We did not see them all. No. They had, they had Paulie Tomaselli. <clears throat> That's true. Did he know what he's capable of? Oh, 100%. If, if Tomaselli came down to SCW WrestleTopia, it could have been a whole different show. We could have saw a different winner of the Battle Royal. We could have saw Paul go up one more on any fucking match. You know, he could have been he could have been holding the, the bat in that fucking uh, ladder match. You know, Tom Rough Crossing too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rough Crossing. See, they, you know, it's it's. It's just a blessing that you know they didn't show up and they because they could have changed the fucking game. Yeah. Um. But WrestleTopia has come and gone. Awesome fucking show. Great fucking matches. Uh. All the competitors gave one hundred and ten percent, and it it got to a point where we we're like, you know, we couldn't ask for much more. It was it was just exciting. Standing room only. Uh. Raise the you know raise some money for a good cause and everything and. Now we're on the road to the next uh, next show, which is uh, Hallomania, October 8th at uh, Steam Hall Brewing. 
yeah. uh, rock and wrestling event uh, with. Um, I can't remember the band's name. It's cool. Um, it doesn't matter. We'll we'll talk about. It. We got we got two more weeks. We're fine. Something shocked the system. Oh, shocked shock the, the system. system. Shocks the system. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to add for Um. Well, we did like we mentioned that this, we know the shit's not over. Um, yeah. it's definitely not over for me. I think at this point, it. I think we need to put me in there. At this point, because I'm tired of all the bullshit. I've tried to be nice. I've tried. I put my, you know, my thoughts to the side, you know, whatever. But at the now is the point where people are touching me again. Another referee touched me. And then you got dumbass Hedford touching me. Um, I'm just, I'm done playing this game. I, I signed on to SCW to, to be a wrestler in the future. It's kind of like, you know, rent to buy. So I'm refereeing only to hoping to wrestle. And I understand why I'm not wrestling right now. I get it. I under, completely 100% understand. And I've been working towards what I need to do. Yeah. But I'm in the middle of this war now. I was at the front. I took a step back. But now I'm, I'm heading back to the front. I want somebody. I don't care if it's Hedford or even that piece of shit Brian Allen. Hell, I'll take on Pee Wee too. I'll just knock him down with one pinky. <laughs> I don't give a fuck at this point. Give me one of these assholes so I can beat the living hell out of them. One. I don't care. Yeah, I failed against Meat Hooks. I wasn't ready. I realized that. Meat Hooks was another animal that I could not take. I He's get a tough it. fucking dude, man. He's a tough dude. Here's the thing. You held your own against Meat Hooks, you know? It's, he's, just, he's a tough fucking dude. But there's other opportunities. Hell, you got an in with the GM of High Voltage. I do. You, you, you always got a home with me, buddy. And yeah, SCW needs to see that they have an opportunity to uh, you know, not only capitalize on your wrestling ability, but also the popularity you have with fucking fans. You know? And I, I think you'll see it in time. Like I mean... You're pretty well known. I think I think you're gonna get there. But he's got high voltage now. I'd offer you a title shot, but uh, I don't have my fucking title, so uh, I gotta uh, earn it. Yeah, that's too. I don't know who to, I don't know who gets the first title shot. Not is Natasha Crane. It, it's Natasha Crane. I don't know. That's because really she was the winner of the tournament, or not the well, not the winner of the actual tournament, but she was supposed to be in the finals. I think it's only right that she gets that shot. I just I don't know. Yeah, it's something I'll have to think about. It's it's it, it, there's decisions that have to be made. Logically, yes, Natasha has the rightful spot and uh, the more contendership, but I don't know. I don't know. They don't have no more contendership match. I don't know. They have decisions to make. That's the one to hand people shit. I mean, realistically, the only reason Natasha got into the finals uh, is because she got a pass because of the Kindle Fire match. We don't even know what the outcome could have been. So you know, we, it's. I don't want to hand. I don't want to hand out things. I don't. I really. I really don't. It's gonna. It's, it's gonna be a tough one. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's guys, all I got on that subject. So, guys, make sure you follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching JFW Podcast or Just Bigger Wrestling. Hey, go listen to our shows when they are released on iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Podbean. Uh, if you have a wrestling, if you have, if you, if you own a wrestling company, you run a wrestling company, you book a wrestling company, you want to talk about here on our show, make sure you reach out to us on Facebook or at JustFigureWrestling at Yahoo.com. And let us know, you know, uh, we love talking about independent wrestling and we wouldn't mind talking about any other companies that are out there that maybe we never heard of. Maybe we didn't even know was still wrong because we don't see it that often, but uh, we definitely love to talk about it. Um, so, you know, go ahead and uh, reach out to us and say, hey, listen, I have a company. This is the name of it. We'd love to have it talked about. And we'll do that because that's what we do here. Talk about wrestling. Talk about just freaking wrestling. That's right. That's all I got. I think we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis Dick. I am the amazing turtle, Kawabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.